Hey guys, it's Tyler. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today where we talk faith, family, and focus in your life and your leadership. You know, juggling all of these things, it is so hard to keep track. Sometimes our heart can become so restless under the stress and the responsibility of all these facets of life. And that's why I wrote my book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. You can go to my website and get a free copy of that book, a free paperback copy of that book at tylerarobertson.com slash restless. So if you haven't done that yet, head on over to my website and do that. Grab a free copy of that book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. And with that, let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Navigators Podcast, the podcast that equips men and women to steer the course of biblical Christianity in our culture today. Each week, we discuss faith, family, and the cultural trends that are sure to impact the local church. Join Tyler Robertson as we study God's Word together. Ah, at last, some time to unwind, you say to yourself. You throw yourself down on that plus seven-foot couch after a long, hard day of torrential work overload, and you are finally able to rest. You've made a strict resolution not to lift another finger until you've watched at least half of the game. You quickly turn on your TV to check the score in hopes that your team is on the upside. And commercial. (laughs) Why do I even pay for this stuff, you say. But in your utter exhaustion, what do you do? You sit there and you watch every bit of that commercial. How many of you have ever been there? Yeah, can I get a witness? I honestly, it's kind of funny. I don't even have cable. I don't have, we have a TV in our home, but we don't pay for any streaming services or cable or anything like that because people that do have cable and people that do have streaming services are poor advertisements for it. What do I always hear from people that pay for it? They say, well, nothing's ever good on anyways. I can't ever find anything to watch. Or yeah, we pay for it, but we never use it. <laughs> and it's kind of funny. They they kind of serve as a disadvertisement to, to it, honestly. But if you've ever been there and you, have you ever just noticed those commercials, some are a little bit weird. I think that's on purpose. But have you ever just noticed what they're actually saying during those commercials? What is the imagery that they use to get you to buy? You know, whatever it is. It's usually someone with their hands folded tightly around a warm cup of coffee, a convincing expression of pure bliss as they sit on their newly financed Velvet Curve love seat. Or it's someone who is peacefully lying down on a $4,000 mattress that claims to be the cure-all to sleepers everywhere. Or what about an advertisement for a vacation getaway, a grand resort? They say things like this, Your calm awaits here, where happiness begins, or where your problems are far away. Do you know what they are trying to say? And here's the whole crux of it. They are trying to tell you that if you buy this or if you go here, that your problems will all fade away and you'll finally be at, and you guessed it, rest. We've been talking about rest and finding rest in Jesus Christ. We've looked at, for the past several weeks, we've looked at on the podcast, we've looked at uh, my book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World, and we've dived into the reasons why we are restless, the reasons in our heart why we are restless. And we've looked at several of those things. And I believe here lies one of the reasons of restlessness. 
Because we've believed the lie of the culture that tells us that if we buy or go or do this, whatever it is, then we can finally have rest. Do you realize that the world is trying to sell you a cheap imitation of God's rest? They are. What happens is the world paints pictures of rest that are quiet, but not peaceful. They are still, but not satisfying. They are happy, but not full of joy. You see, peace is sellable, and they know you want rest, and they know you're willing to pay the cost for it. As one author said, advertising is literally an attempt to monetize our restlessness. And I think that's so true. They try to monetize and give us, send us messages that say, hey, you can finally have calm. You can finally have that inner peace. Right? They testify of the fact that our world is restless because they're constantly getting us to put our money in places that, oh, we can finally have no responsibility. We can have financial freedom. We can have all of these things free of worry, free of care. And that's what they try to sell us on. But why does this tactic seem to do the trick time and time again? Because simply, you were made for rest and pleasure. God has ingrained in every fiber of our beings a desire to Sabbath, or desire for rest. You remember in Genesis how God, he rested on the seventh day? Did God need rest? Was God actually weary? No, he wasn't. He did that for an example to us. To say, hey, I've created you for work. Work is a good thing. By the way, a lot of times we think work is a bad thing, but work is actually a good thing. I've created you for work, but I've also created you to rest, a day that's dedicated to me so that you may rest. And he was setting that example for us. In Exodus chapter 20, he told the children of Israel, remember the Sabbath day to what? Keep it holy or to keep it separate. Hey, it's something that the world does not do. Those that do not believe in God do not do. They do not hold it in high high esteem. They do not respect it. But those that believe in God, those that are Christians, are to keep it holy. They are to keep it sanctified and reverence that day. Why? Because there is a mentality that God has ingrained in us to Sabbath and to rest. And that is what the world is desperately trying to imitate. It's through this God-given desire that we often set our eyes to the skies hoping the next pleasure will give us stillness in our soul. And if we're not careful as believers, we can sit there in front of the television and we can believe what the world is trying to tell us. We can buy into the cheap imitation of rest that the world is trying to sell. The devil is trying to sell us when there's such a better way in Christ. And we'll get to that in a moment. But I believe one of these telltale signs of the fact that we honestly do Where our treasure is, our heart will be also. We honestly have put our money where our mouth is, and we we try to buy our rest or pleasure our way to rest is just a look at our bank statements. Some statistics for you. The average family spends close to $4,800 per year on vacations. In a report by West Monroe, the average consumer spends... $273 per month on TV streaming subscriptions, home Wi-Fi, cloud storage, dating apps, e-books, pet supplies, meal services, and the like. Americans also spend $43.3 billion on video games in 2018. And I know what you're saying, but what's wrong with the vacation? What's wrong with sitting back and watching the game and 
and and just checking out for a little while. There's nothing wrong with those things. But here is the temptation, and that's what we're going to talk about briefly today. Here's the danger, is when we believe the lie of the culture that we can buy rest for our soul, and when we try to hit the reset button of life, by simply getting away from all our responsibilities. We think if we just can get to the far country, if we just can sit back and check out and unwind, and we, our pleasures become, see, God created us for pleasure. But when our pleasures become an idol, it becomes something that we elevate above Jesus Christ. It's something that we elevate to give us rest instead of Jesus. That's when it becomes a sin. So we've got to be very careful because, yes, pleasure is good. Yes, rest and unwinding is good, but we must be very careful in our pleasures because we cannot rely on them to give us true rest for our inner man, for our soul. So I'm going to give you just three simple dangers of pleasure. and We're going to talk about them more in detail in the weeks to come. What are three simple dangers of pleasure? Once again, pleasure is a good thing. God created you for work. He created you for pleasure. He created you for leisure. But understand when it become when it comes in front of Jesus, when it's something that you're leaning on to give you rest, it's then it becomes wrong. And let me tell you the dangers in relying on your pleasure to give you rest. Number one, distraction. Distraction. You know, there's some people that say, well, I just want to sit down in front of the game. I just want to unwind. But honestly, what that, what what happens is that we do that so often that now getting in front of the TV and just unwinding has become an addiction. We've got to do it every day. See how, see the idle part of that? See how it becomes a dependency, and we'll talk about that in a moment, but a dependency. And it literally distracts us from the things that are most important. Because we're trying to rest, we're trying to unwind, we're playing some video games. What's the big deal? We're watching a movie. What's the big deal? These are all fine things when they are in excess because we we start depending on them instead of Jesus. That's when it becomes wrong. And it's my firm conviction that many people run to the pleasures of the world because they simply wish to distract themselves from pain. We've been talking about it. Sometimes you're just you are restless. You're restless maybe because you have a drive for productivity or standard of perfectionism. Or maybe you think that prosperity and money will finally give you rest. But I truly believe that some people are restless. God's people can be restless because they're trying to distract themselves from pain. Do you realize that the great King David even had this thought? He said in Psalms 55, All that I had wings like a dove, for then I would fly away and be at rest. What happens is we unwittingly blame our circumstances for our inability to rest. We can't forget that restlessness is a matter of the soul, not a matter of our circumstances. So we can get distracted. We can think, oh, I just want to, I just want to relax for a little. That's fine to relax. And rest is also good. But when we depend on on pleasure instead of the person of Jesus Christ to give us rest, 
it's then it becomes a God in our life. And I get it. We all want to check out from our responsibilities. We all want to run away from our responsibilities for a while. And I'm not saying getaways are bad, but you understand the danger. We can become distracted if we depend on our pleasures to give us rest. And then what happens is we start running, as I mentioned earlier, we start running to some socially acceptable narcotics, right? We start running to some things. I mentioned one earlier, sitting in the front of the TV and watching the game. Nothing wrong with that again, but it can become something you're addicted to or browsing on Amazon, right? Ben's watching on Hulu original, drowning out the world with music, looking at pornography. These things that you may take pleasure in can become a complete and under distraction from the reason why God puts you on this planet. And there's a lot of God's people I truly believe that are restless because they're relying on their pleasures to give them rest, and they're just living distracted. They're living distracted lives. Number two, the second danger of pleasure, not only is it distraction, but dependency, and I mentioned that, what starts out as a small pleasure or a small getaway or a small, hey, I just want to buy a bass boat and let's go fishing, now becomes an altar on which you've sacrificed everything. That bass boat that you wanted to buy, that you sacrificed to get, and you went out um, one time and you enjoyed yourself, now it's becoming what you go to on Sundays instead of going to church. Right, See how something so good, right? There's nothing wrong with the bass boat, but something so good we can be dependent on for our rest. We sacrifice the Lord's Day for travel ball. We skip connect group for a money-making opportunity. And I know, I know people even my age that they will miss out on church simply just to make money. And it's become a God to them. They've become dependent on it to give them rest. We substitute our time with God for time on our phones. Ooh, that one hits us, right? We even may even get up early, ready to do our devotions, ready to get into God's word, and then we check Facebook. That was stupid, right? We check Facebook, we check all of our social media, and now 20 minutes has gone by, 30 minutes has gone by, and before you know it, we got to leave for work. And we never opened our Bible. We had it maybe even on our lap. But our phone took precedence. Well, you know what? We have believed the lie that that phone, whatever that, or that TV or whatever, is will give us rest and will give us true satisfaction. We have become dependent on that. According to Susanna Wesley, that name probably doesn't ring a bell to you, but you know the name John and Charles Wesley, if you know anything about Christian history. That was their mother. And she used to always say this, Whatever weakens your reason impairs the tenderness of your conscience, obscures your sense of God, takes off your relish for spiritual things. Whatever increases the authority of the body over the mind, that thing is sin to you. However innocent it may seem in itself. See, the devil doesn't doesn't have to get you involved in such heavy, gross sin. All he's got to do is distract you and let that distraction become a dependency. Get you dependent on that TV, dependent on that phone, dependent on that getaway, dependent on that bass boat, dependent on 
whatever it is, and he's got you. So see the danger part of pleasure. Pleasures are good, but we must keep things in balance. Number one, distraction. Number two, dependency. And the third and final danger, once again, we're going to dive into these three things specifically for the next few weeks. But just as a way of overview, the third danger of pleasure is drifting. I think this is the greatest danger of all, and we've alluded to it. But what can happen is a small thing, a small distraction, right, like your cell phone, whatever, becomes a dependency, and then that dependency leads to you actually drifting, actually making movement away from God. D.A. Carson said this, People do not drift toward holiness. Apart from grace-driven effort, people do not gravitate toward godliness. Prayer, obedience to Scripture, faith, and delight in the Lord. We drift toward compromise and call it tolerance. We drift toward disobedience and call it freedom. We drift toward substitution and call it faith. We cherish the indiscipline of lost self-control and call it relaxation. We slouch toward prayerlessness and delude ourselves into thinking we have escaped legalism. We slide toward godliness, or excuse me, we slide towards godlessness and convince ourselves we have been liberated. We cherish the indiscipline of lost self-control and call it relaxation. Think about that. We cherish the indiscipline of lost self-control and we call it relaxation. Something as simple as checking out on your phone and scrolling through social media or watching a movie or whatever can become an idol in your life. And things that you take pleasure in can be dangerous because you can become dependent on those pleasures to give you rest instead of Jesus. So I'm going to ask you and leave you with this thought today. Are What are your pleasures? What are your pleasures? What are the things that you take the most pleasure in? What do you put your money toward? The Bible says where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. What do you pleasure in? And then I want you to say, God, if there's any pleasure in my life that I'm depending on to give me rest instead of you, God, help me to cut it out. Help me to cut it out of my life. And Lord, help me to step into your rest. And we're going to talk in detail about these three dangers of pleasure. We'll talk about that in the weeks to come. And then finally dive into Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30, where Jesus says, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You can't find rest in pleasure. You can only find it in Jesus. Thank you for listening to The Navigator's Podcast. Visit TylerARobertson.com and subscribe to our readers group for helpful articles, podcast updates, and book releases. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to read more articles, listen to more podcast episodes, or find more resources, you can go to TylerARobertson.com. 
tylerarobertson.com and subscribe to all of that. We would love to have you as a part of our community as we grow in our faith, family, and leadership focus. 